Hey everyone, it's Mark, <clears throat> and it's time for another edition edition of ADHD, the creative, the ADHD creative. Sorry about that. Sometimes I get it confused. I'll admit, but I don't have the topic confused today because today, what I want to talk about is how ADHD as a kid helped me in business. And it's really important. And I want, if the kids are listening, to understand how it can be very helpful in the future. Because my future changed drastically in college. My plan was to play hockey, professional hockey, had a contract. Then everything changed in a matter of a minute when I busted my leg real bad and had to have multiple surgeries. And it was a two-year time frame. During that time... I graduated, and I knew then I didn't have a career in hockey. So I started thinking about what I was going to go into. I got accepted to law school, got accepted to medical school, but I didn't really want to do either one of those. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I sat down with this friend of mine who worked for Drexel Burnham at the time. I went to New York, sat with him, and he convinced me I should go into being a stockbroker. So I did. And ADHD, I can honestly say, helped me be creative in how I spoke to people about something they didn't want to buy. Stocks are not easy to sell or bonds or anything that's, in, that's tangible but not tangible. They didn't, couldn't put their hands on it. So asking a person for 25 grand or 50 grand is hard to do. So you have to get creative in the way you speak to people. You have to understand people. You have to be great at listening. ADHD had me doing all that. Not as much listening. I learned listening through other people. But speaking. I was able to talk to people and creatively get them to listen to me and agree with me. And sometimes <clears throat> they'd say no anyways. Other times they'd say yes. But to give you an idea, my first year in the brokerage industry, my first actual involvement was making phone calls. And the manager sat me down, said, I want you to make phone calls, call your family, friends, and get some business going. Well, there was no way I was going to call family and friends. So I got creative. I grabbed the phone book, started going through the phone book. And alphabetically, I made 200 phone calls because I wanted to impress the boss. Made a list of every phone call I made. Now, the first 50 calls all said no. Second 50 said no. The next 100 said no. 200 people said no. But So I kept turning these slips into my boss. And one day he called me and he goes, all these people said no? And I said, yeah. He goes, who's this guy? And I listed everyone down there. I put family relative or a friend, an uncle, aunt, whatever. He said, who's this? I said, oh, it's whatever it said, my uncle or whatever. And he said, let me call this guy and talk to him. He called this man, started talking to him, found out that the guy didn't even know who the heck I was. Didn't even remember my phone call. So the boss hung up the phone and goes, that's not your uncle, is it? I said, well, you know. He says, where are all these names coming from? I said, I'm calling out of the phone book. And he looked at me, he goes, you're serious? I said, yeah. He goes, but there, it's all alphabetical. I should have known it. He goes, I thought you were doing me a favor because it was alphabetical. I said, no. I said, I was just calling out of the phone book and writing them down. So he goes, you made 200 
cold calls out of a phone book. I go, yes. He goes, that's impressive. He was mad first that I lied, of course, because I put uncle, aunt, friend. But he was impressed that I just sat down and started making phone calls. He said, most brokers won't do that. They call their family and friends and sell them. He goes, why didn't you call them? I said, because I don't want them calling me back if they lose money. And I like my family and friends. And I want to keep them that way. And he just started laughing. He says, you might not make any money this way. I said, yes, but they won't be calling to yell at me that they lost money. At least right away. They may later on, but they won't do it right away because I'm not a friend and I'm not family. So he said, okay, keep on the track. He goes, I just can't believe you did this. You just used the phone book. I go, yep. I grabbed the New York phone book and started going through it alphabetically. He goes, well, keep doing it because sooner or later, someone's going to say yes to you. And sure enough, it happened. Within the first month, I finally got a client that said yes, and it paid for all the no's. <clears throat> now, how did HDHD get me through that? Being able to talk to people, being creative in the way I spoke, thinking about how I wanted to do things, how I wanted to tack the phone book, how I wanted to sell myself, how I wanted to be impressive, how I wanted to do things. I give a lot of credit, not all of it, but a majority of the credit goes to ADHD for getting me there. Does that work with everyone? No. Not everyone gets that with ADHD. Sometimes it's artistic creativity. So you speak out that way. Sometimes it's musical, which is artistic. You know what I'm saying. There's different creatives in ADHD. It affects everyone differently. I cannot draw for the life of me. So I didn't get that creativity. I get the creativity to speak, to listen to formulate. And no matter what people say, it's a big deal being able to speak, formulate, listen. Putting that all together makes for great presentations, makes for sales, makes for a lot of things. Makes for me making a living, maybe writing a book, maybe doing podcasts, whatever it is, it makes it easier for me. I know people with ADHD that have swore they wanted to start a podcast and they can't because they just can't do it. They can't speak. And people without ADHD, I know that just can't do it because that creativity isn't there. Their creativity isn't something else. They might be great artists. They might be able to paint. They might be able to play music, whatever it may be. I played the piano. I played the accordion. I played the saxophone. I wasn't great in any of that, but I could do it. But it wasn't my create creative ADHD. My creative ADHD is speaking, formulating, listening. I know I keep saying that, but that's the truth. So don't get mad if you got ADHD and it's not giving you the creativity you want. It's giving you the creativity that it feels your best at because it knows your brain. It knows how you work. It knows what you're doing. And I know I'm, I'm kind of making this like ADHD can figure everything out. No, but it brings out what's in there. That's what it is. You guys have a great weekend. Excuse me. Think about all this. I'm going to be talking about the book next week. I'm going to be talking about kids again. So enjoy your weekend. Think about it. Enjoy your weekend. This is Mark. This is the ADHD Creative. And we're out of here for today.